Franklin, get ready for your Kodak moment. Oh, me, oh, my. Welcome to One on One, a Bluff City Media Podcast. Tune in as we go one-on-one with players, coaches, and influencers from around the city of Memphis and across the nation. Now, let's get to the show. All right, I'm here with Memphis defensive end Jalen Allen coming back for year six. Yes, sir. What was the what was the thought process with it? Why did you why did you decide to come back for for one more year? Man, I just honestly I feel like it was unfinished business. I feel like I played good, but it was just too many plays where I should have did this or I should have did that. And I don't like living like that. I'm gonna give it all till I can't live it no more. So that's my little thought process on that right there. Awesome. Man, I, I know Memphis was excited when you announced oh, yeah. uh announced coming back. So you got one more you got the bowl game yep. and then you head into head into the off season. What is what's the mindset going into this year? Like, what are you what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What's Come what's the leadership the look like? Come on with a win, whatever way possible. So we gotta uh, fight, scratch, claw. We gotta come home with a ring and holding up that championship. So that's my plan right now. Whatever it takes. So let's talk. Let's talk about you. I want to talk about Jalen Allen. I want to get okay. the story. I want to get how we got here because I think that's the fun part of doing this. Is I think people get to learn about you and see who you are as not only a football player and an athlete, because I think, you know, so many people get locked in on, you know, this guy plays for my team and that's it. But you're a person too. Yeah. Like, there's more than just Jalen Allen, the football player. Yeah, like there's, sure. there's layers to it. So um, let, we'll start with just how did you get into it? Like where, where did football come from for you? Cause some people, you know, some people love it. Yeah. Some people don't. So how did it, how did it start for you? Uh, well, I was young. My mom was a single mother growing up. I uh, single mother. Yeah, single mother growing mm-hmm. up. And uh I was young. I always wanted to play football. Like, no, none of my brothers really play. I think they were basketball players, track runners, but I just had that aggression <laughs> in me. I had it since I was young. Shocker. You know? <laughs> yeah. I remember stories my mom would tell me, like, I used to just ball on my fist, just waiting. I'm like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> Did I have problems? Angry kid. I was just angry. I tried <laughs> basketball. They said I was too angry. <laughs> too much, too many fouls. Too too many fouls. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, ask my mom for a video. I have a video of me tackling a person in a basketball game <laughs> when I had the ball. <laughs> so just imagine that <laughs> and ask my mom for the video if you think I'm lying. <laughs> I bet she still has it. was on the iPad. But uh, since I was young, I always had like that kind of pent-up aggression. I was always very nice, but I just had aggression flipped in me. Flip that switch. Yeah, I flipped yeah. that switch. It was, it was a whole different person. So... Uh, I met my stepdad when I was around 10 years old. And, man, that man been my best friend since then. So when I met him, he introduced me to football. He taught me how to handle my aggression. And not all situations, you can't use aggression in everything. Mm-hmm. that You're bound to fail. <laughs> yeah. So he taught me, like, when to use it and how football can help me deal with it and, and how football is beautiful, mm-hmm. even when you – Rocking somebody, killing somebody, or uh, playing with so much aggression is controlled aggression, and it's all about how you use it and when you use it. So, well, you told me a story earlier about oh, yeah. about your stepdad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's hear that. Let's okay. hear like your first football experience and how you kind of you kind of got the business early of like, okay, this is how it is. Okay, so yeah, that story that story was crazy. So, um, 
I'm from Houston, Texas, but I'm in the outskirts. I'm in Humble, the Tassita area. So uh, if you go just like 30 minutes up north, it's this place called Dayton, Texas. Very country, very small. And so that's where the official story of Jay Allen, that's where that began. And I just remember the, the first day, first practice, um, it was just me and this other guy. He was kind of small, but we were really about the same size. And it wasn't no running left, right. You just had to run straight into each other. And the just the old school Oklahoma old girls. School, <laughs> yeah. I think he had the ball, I want to say. Old school, just running to each other, Oklahoma. And on the backs first or like just straight at? I mean, I'm looking him dead in yeah. his eyes. So like, it's, not like, it's not like you're laying on the ground, blow the whistle, get up. It's the, it's the like, we're looking at each other <laughs> we and we're going to hit each other. Okay. So uh, when I hit him, he just immediately fell. And I stood up. I'm like, ooh. Felt like the man. I felt like the man. <laughs> but I didn't really know how to react. I didn't know if I won or if, you know, I should help him up. So I go to stick out my hand to help him up. And I just hear this loud voice. Son, <laughs> you better do it again, son. <laughs> Don't help him up. So by this time, I turn, and he's like immediately upon me. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm a little nervous. He picks me up, and he finally shakes me. He, he's so excited. Because I was the first person just to show him how bad I really wanted to mm -hmm. play. You know, I, I could tell you as much as I want, but when you see it in person, it's completely different. And he picked me up, he shook me so hard, and uh, I mean, he just dropped me. Like, he didn't place me back down. I was 10 years old, you know, and he just dropped me on the ground. And uh, I got up, you know, brushed my bum off. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I love this feeling. And he would he would do stuff like that all the time. Like I remember, this is a, a nil one on one nine on one one on one. But uh, I remember one time I didn't want to hit this dude, and he was like, "Man, I will get you some pink panties. If you do not hear him, <laughs> and if you think I'm lying, call my mom. Call my mom right now, and she will tell you his exact story." And once he told me that, I was like, "Man, it is nothing in this world." That'll make me put on some pink pants. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I was a head hunting. I was trying to get everything I you could. You still think about that? Like lining, lining up. He's day. like, man, I know if I don't hit this dude, I'm going to have to wear some to pink panties. Day, to this day, he'll call me like, man, you was playing like you had some pink panties on. I said, well, I got to turn up next game. <laughs> so, yeah, he 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 was amazing. He put me in everything. He, he taught me so much stuff that I still do to this day that, you know, still like great. Like I love fishing. He taught me how to fish. Taught me how to crab, taught me, you know, tons of stuff about cars and just taught me everything. Yeah. So so let's talk about that a little bit. Like let's talk about how that relationship grew because, you know, there are a lot of people that that don't have that, that don't get that, and it's like you're always searching for that. But, you know, you didn't have that relationship with your biological father, but then you get a stepdad that comes in and steps up. So and you and you mentioned how much he taught you. Like how much does he mean to Jalen Allen, the person? Man. He means, you know, it's kind of kind of hard with dads because you don't really talk about feelings like that. Right. But he know he means the world to me. Like If he doesn't know. It's an unspoken thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Know, I got you. Yeah, he means the world to me, man. He, he taught me so much. And sometimes I like sit back and be like, where would I have been if it was for him, if he didn't come in my life at the time he did? Because like you just said, I was so desperate for like a male figure, a mm -hmm. male person to look up to. And when he came... Man, it's great. You know, this man got money. He he loves me. He's he's trying to put me in new things that I never seen before. And I was just a sponge. I just wanted to learn everything he taught me because I wanted to be just like him. 
Like they used to call me medium size him. Like I wanted to be just like I used to wear my hats like him. And he's old fashioned, so I had the little sideways hat. The like, like little I'm tilt. You know what I'm saying? T.I., man. Yeah. I used to have it just like him. Everything he did, I wanted to do just like him. So super cool. Um and you told us kind of one of the first times that you met him. What was? Oh yeah. <laughs> let's 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 okay. get that story. We went deep in. Yeah, let's get let's get into it. Okay, so uh, first time I met him, I remember we was in South Houston, and my mom, if you're seeing this, and you don't want me to tell the story, it's okay. You'll <laughs> be alright. But uh, we met man. We was at Dave and Buster's, and uh, I'll never forget. Uh, we had probably like ten dollars on the card. So you know, ten dollars to us is nothing. How many? How many other kids are there? Oh, okay. So it's just my older brother. My older brother's uh, three years older than me, and it's my younger brother. My younger brother's five years younger than me. So, uh, so none of his kids there. It's just, none of his it's kids. just, it's just your mom's kids. It's just us. Yeah, we didn't want to have too many kids yeah. meeting at one yeah. time <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, the we slow meet. intro, like slow, slow intro. intro. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, he was definitely different than anybody I ever met. You know. And I feel like that's why I liked him so much and we clicked so instantly. I'm like, oh, you don't pay attention to the other stuff. But anyway, back to the story. So we go to Dave and Buster's and uh, we had like $10 on the car. So I immediately go burn my $10. I'm, I, I'm the type of kid, like, if we go anywhere, I'm still like that to this day. That's why it's really bad. But if we go anywhere, I want to ride every ride. <laughs> I want to be on every game. Shocker. I want to shock. I want to compete in everything <laughs> yeah. I do. So, uh, I got the little tea and I burnt it so quick. And I was like, okay, I'm coming back. So, when I came back, my mom's like, hey, this is my friend. And I remember just looking up and up and up <laughs> and up. And I remember seeing this huge saddle figure and I couldn't even make a face. It was like this big black figure with a big, beautiful smile. I just remember a big, beautiful smile. So I'm like, oh, I want to smile like that. That's kind of nice. <laughs> so uh, I said, hey, man, well, my mom needs some money. I'm going to go play some games. And he whips out some money. And it was so much money to a young kid like me, it was, like, overwhelming. So he gave me $20. So I ran off. I, I ran and I played the game so fast. And it wasn't about playing the game. It was more about he just gave me 20 bucks. Like, yeah. I don't even know him. So I burnt the money real quick, came back, and he gave me another 20. I did that two more times. Then the last time, I'm like, okay, stop. It's enough. <laughs> yeah. It's enough. So uh, uh, after that, then my younger brother and my older brother met him. And my older brother was a little bit older than me, so he was more suspicious. He was like, oh, okay, why is he giving you random money? Like, mm-hmm. do we know him? So he was more suspicious, but we instantly clicked. I'm like, oh, yeah. He has money, you know. He got this big smile. I want to be just like him. I yeah. want to know what he do. Uh, so, ever since then, he hasn't let me down. That's awesome. Um, so we're talking about kind of younger kid. So let's get into like early high school. Okay. Football. What like what are you doing? What are you doing as far as a player? What is what is Jalen Allen doing? Like what are your hobbies? Like what's what's life like early high school okay. for you? So let's see. Uh, Early high school, okay. So first, I was a late bloomer. High school. So you're not big yet. You're no. still you're still little Jalen. And if you ask anybody in my high school, they love to say that I was a late bloomer. Like they, <laughs> they can't keep that to themselves. So I was a late bloomer high school. I was probably like five nine, five ten until like sophomore year. Shot up, 
crazy. He's saying he's saying he's a late bloomer, five nine five. I'm like still five nine. I'm twenty. I'm 20 about to be twenty five years old. I'm still five nine five. I guess I'm still late bloomer. So <laughs> it'll go. It'll go. <laughs> Keep eating so. carrots. I think I'm past that stage. Uh, so I was I was always been kind of skinny. Like I always been ripped, but I wasn't never really. You were lean. Yeah. I was really lean, but I really, you could always see like the little cuts in my muscles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, uh, shot up, and I remember sophomore year, I shot up to like 6'2, but I was like a really skinny 6'2. So, uh, I remember everybody was working out, and this is when I just moved up to varsity. So, everybody working out, and I was the weaker guy in the group. So, everybody made fun of me. Oh, you can't lift, you know, so, so weight. Nah, 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 nah. So, that whole offseason from Sophomore year to senior year, I would lived in the weight room. If it was any place you would see me, oh, Jason in the weight room. Oh, he lived in something heavy. Oh, since then, I put on 20 pounds of straight muscle. So by this time, I'm on varsity. I'm starting to make a name for myself. I, I got hobbies, but I really just hung out with my dad a lot. Because yeah. he'll have like old cars and we'll fix them on or we'll go fishing or crabbing. So I hung out with him a lot. Then I met uh, my best friend back home. His name is Chubbs. Well, he don't like us to call him Chubbs. <laughs> but that's a whole different story for a different day. I, I swear I have like a hundred different stories. I, I feel y'all. We'll, get, it, we'll get into a few. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I feel y'all. But uh, yeah, met him. Man, we became best friends. Started doing everything together from fishing to playing the game to, you know, just. Being young and dumb, going to parties and enjoying ourselves. So. Crabbing. Crabbing. Give us, give me, give me a rundown on that. What? I like, thought everybody knew what crabbing was. I mean, yeah, Nobody? I mean, but I want to, I want to know like what's the oh, process. Like, okay. give me, to, get, like, what's you, you and you and pops are going out, okay. go crabbing. Give me like, give me the rundown. Like, give me the day. Okay, so crabbing for first. You would have to go to Saltwater, but crab is very easy. So y'all going to like Galveston, like going South Texas? Okay. Going to Galveston. But you can do it in freshwater. It just appears. But we had this little spot in Galveston and uh where the freshwater and the saltwater met. Yeah. Crazy spot. That's the spot. That's, That's the, the crabbing spot. spot. That's the spot. Okay. Crabbing. I remember I caught a red fish, 32 inch red. So it was at least this big for my 14th birthday. This is how much of a fishing fanatic. Yeah, I'm I seeing was. it now. I'm you know, seeing it like, now. This is my birthday. I want to go fishing. Yeah. I don't want to go, you know, do normal. Don't want to have stuff. a birthday party. No. Don't want to hang out with the friends. Like you want to go. You want to get on the boat go and go catch fishing. something huge. But we never got in the boat. No, so you're you're this off, is off the pier. Off the pier. Okay, it's off the pier. But it was like them rocks. You know, I'll take you one day. I got you. Anyways, so uh, we go out and to go grabbing is very easy. So we had a, a drumstick, and you just have a piece of rope and a net. So you just throw the drumstick out, maybe like. Five feet, and you slowly pull it back in. And as you pull it back in, the you're crab, talking about a drumstick, like chicken, a chicken drumstick, <laughs> chicken drumstick. like a chicken okay. drumstick, like the ones you throw on the fryer. Yeah, I got you. just raw. <laughs> so you, oh, it's raw. Out. Oh, yeah, it's raw. This is a raw chicken drumstick. I mean, fresh. This ain't leftovers. This is raw. Oh, this <laughs> okay. is a fresh pack. I say you have six. You don't need no more than six to catch thirty. Really, really, it's okay. it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. So you get this drumstick tied on the rope. And then you have a big net. And as you throw it out, you don't have to throw it out for maybe five, ten feet. And you slowly just reel it back in. And as it's coming up to the shallows, you'll see the crabs. And it'll be probably, 
I would say max four crabs or one drumstick. <laughs> and if you didn't notice, crabs can only move backwards. Mm-hmm. So when you get them close enough, you just put the uh, and they go net, into it. They go right into the net. How big? How like, give it like we talking about like this big yeah, or little blue crabs? Okay, little blue crabs. Okay, yeah, I like that big. Okay, but if you get twenty. Oh, you eating good? Yeah, yeah you, you got a meal. Good. You got it. You eating good? Eating good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. So what? What's what's Jalen Allen's favorite seafoods? Like, obviously, you like fishing, you like crabbing. So what's what's? The, give me the top. What do you want to do? Three or five? What you got? Let's go three. All right, Let's top three. three. I would say crab is one. If you get a good king crab somewhere, you can't beat that. I love fish. You eat like the legs, or you like the whole crab? Like you want a whole? I mean the legs. You mean the legs? Okay. Yeah, like the guts. You don't want all that. Yeah. Okay. Now nah, crawfish. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Now see, that's a Texas thing. Like, oh, what? I'm I'm Mississippi, so yeah. Oh yeah, I got you. Know, you. I've been you to know it. a and lot of crawfish. Let's books. let's not go to Louisiana and get some crawfish. Like that's a whole different, completely different, completely different, completely different. Completely different, but crawfish is in the top three. That's but not a seafood. Yes, it is. Is it? Crawfish is freshwater. Mud bugs, brother. But that's the that's seafood. That's seafood. That's freshwater food. It's considered okay, a seafood. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay. So you got crab, crab legs. Crab legs. Crawfish. Crawfish. Number three. Crawfish is last. Crawfish is three. All right, crawfish what's two? is three. And then I'll put red. Specifically, red fish. Yes, too. I'm with you. I'm yes. with you on the red fish. Yes, is and a crawfish. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, I got you. Crawfish okay. too. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Crab legs, red fish, crawfish. That's Jalen Allen's top three. Okay. All right. So that's that's pretty much high school for you. When did you start playing? Did you start playing varsity? Like sophomore year, junior year? Junior year. Okay. So you really only had two years to like that's get film out there. Two years. So you I really didn't understand film. Like I knew it wasn't as big. So you graduated in seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. So like I graduated in sixteen, and film wasn't talked about like yeah. it is now. It wasn't like oh, you got to have a you huddle account. Like you got to put your film out there. Mm-hmm. You got to send it to coaches, like the local guys, the community. That. It wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't talked about like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like people throwing it on Twitter all the time. Like mm-hmm. you put your highlight reels on Name, there. Name weight. Yeah. You know, GPA yeah. was not like that was a few years ago. So it was, I think it was harder to get noticed and recruit, especially in Texas, man. Like yeah. it's so, there's so many good players. There's so many people that are trying to get recruited. Um, and that's what I, that's what I tell a lot of people too. Like Texas is good and I love Texas, but it seems like it's too big sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can almost get lost. And it's a lot of good players. I'm sure there's a ton of good Texas. players that yeah. don't ever get looked at. Never get the the acknowledgement they need. Cause I, I could have easily been one of them. You know? Were you scared of that? Like did you did you think you were gonna fall through the cracks? Honestly, I'm not gonna say I didn't take football that serious, but I just didn't understand the magnitude of like, okay. This is your last year. If you don't have this, this, this by then, it's not gonna happen. And my parents didn't do college sports. But my dad, my stepdad, he was uh, went to USC, but he had a child, so he had to come back. But they to never play really, football. Mm-hmm, play football. He was a blue chip linebacker and all and everything. Yeah, he was pretty okay. So when I tell you, like we connected, it yeah. was kind of like instant, oh, yeah, instant, yeah. instant connection. You like, oh, you remind me of me when I was that age. Yeah. So uh. Wanted me to play defense, stuff like that. So, uh, what was I saying? Falling through the cracks. Oh, yeah, fall through the cracks. Uh, 
Yeah, it, even my school, like my school's so big. Like I still don't know people. It's people that go to my school, be like, hey, you know, good job, bro. We went to the same school. I'm like, bro, I've never seen you in my life. <laughs> I do not know you. <laughs> so it just like sometimes text can be so big that it's like you slip through the cracks. But you can, and I've definitely seen people who have. But I just feel like I was at the right place at the right time. Yeah. So sure. how did how did it happen? Because you 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 that's hear so many of these stories of like yeah, it story was somebody too. coming to recruit somebody else, or I ran into a coach, or I was at a camp. So how how did yeah. you finally start getting some recognition? Yeah. So this, that was very interesting. So I went to two camps my entire high school, which and, is another thing that yeah we did never heard about exactly. like in school. Like you got to go to camps. Like yes. that's how you get you know that's that how the recruiting services yeah. see you and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think my year is when it really started to crank up with the camps, like my senior year. So I went to one top 100 camp that I feel like I did very poor in. And I know I did poor in because my dad was kind of looking at me like. <laughs> pink panties, son. Pink panties, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, pink panties, you know. I'm thinking I'm doing good. Like, I thought I did pretty well. But it was my first camp. I didn't really understand. So my next camp was the Rice Camp, and I was trying to go off that camp. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving it everything I have. You know, dipping and bending and swiping and doing everything I could. But uh, I didn't really understand, like, oh, this is important. Like, you need to put this film. I made my own highlight tape. I didn't know, like, coaches. Like, when I came to different places, people were like, oh, yeah, my coach made mine. Or, oh, he showed me. No, I just went on Huddle one day. And I was like, huh, put this together. This mm-hmm. looks nice. Yeah. So I probably missed a couple plays here and there just because right. I'm doing it by myself. So, uh, I forgot what we were talking about again. How you how you finally got like noticed? Oh, Recru- yeah, okay, okay, recruiting okay. So. <laughs> you can tell I got ADHD a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's interesting in itself. So, Coach Dickey, that used to coach here, yeah. he went to OC. A&M. Yeah. yeah. So, his brother is also named Coach Dickey. He was the uh, DC for my school. So, uh, one day... I'm in practice, and if you know me, I'm extremely hard work ethic. Like, I practice like it's a game because I want the game to slow down when it comes. So I'm in practice. I'm going off, you know, two, three sacks and, you know, doing ridiculous stuff. And uh, Did, you, did you play more backer in high school, or were you playing defensive end? Same position. Really. Same position, okay. Same position. Hybrid, like, outside linebacker, mm-hmm. DN, yeah. Yeah, my – uh. My inside library coach had got mad at me. If you're watching this, well, he had got mad at me. He had kicked me off the inside linebackers, and I went to the DN outside linebackers. I'm like, hmm, this is very simple. Like, yeah. I can do this easy. I don't have to think as much. I don't have to think yeah. at all. I can strike. Okay. Pass rush. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, Coach Dickey, his younger, or it might be his older brother, Coach Dickey, uh, he had saw me, and he told other Coach Dickey, so Coach Dickie had called me one day. He was like, hey, man, you know, I know my brother has a great opinion of you, and I was at that practice that you were going off, and I'd love to extend the offer to you. I'm like, whoa, this is Memphis. You know, my offers back then were ULM, UNLV, and UCA, University of Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas. Yeah, University of Arkansas loved me. But uh, he told me that, and I'm like, whoa, this is Memphis. You know, this is the school where – PT and Coy and Trey Hamilton go to. Now, all these guys went to my school. Right. So I knew Patrick Taylor in high school and, you know, Coy Fairman mm-hmm. and all of them. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. I, am I that good? You know, I, I kind of stepped back. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Yeah, we started talking more and more, and as the decision came to what school I was picking, the day before signing day, I called all my school just to make sure my offer was still there. And a lot of schools had pulled their offers, but Memphis was still saying, you know, we'd love for you to come, stuff like that. So that next day or that night, I had made and I was going to Memphis. I had called Memphis, called Coach Norvell, and he was excited. He was happy to see me, stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, this, this is going to be a school for me. Now, he offered me a blue shirt. So a blue shirt is different than just a regular scholarship. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to work your way on a team. Right, through the summer and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So when I came here, I lived with PT, Trey, Coy in their house, and I used to sleep on the floor. Now, I mean, it was kind of rough. But they kind of gave my love for dogs because I used to sleep on the floor, and every morning they'd leave for practice. Yeah. And they had a rock roller, <laughs> a pit bull, a great dane, and a husky. So every oh morning, gosh. just imagine this: every morning they go work out at seven. They let out all their dogs, and I go work out at eleven. So I had to wake up because they go jump in the bed. So I would literally wake up, and like the pit would be on my head, <laughs> the rider be on my legs. The great name to be beside me, and I had to be kind of sleep like this <laughs> until one of them start licking me in the face or something. So, uh, going to fall camp, uh, you know, Coach Novell and my dad had talked about, you know, how much of a risk I'm taking being a blue shirt mm-hmm. and might if I get hurt and stuff like that. But Coach Novell was a man of his word, and as soon as fall camp came, he was told me how hard I was working and that he was extending me a scholarship. So that was a blessing and. 18 was just a learning curve because I didn't understand college at all, learning how to compete with other guys that are just as good as me. People started, you know, blossoming and yeah. coming into their own. Were you a guy that understood, like, schemes and stuff yet? No. Or were you, you were just, like, I just 100% like effort energy is what effort got you energy. to college. It yes, wasn't sir. knowing everything else. No. It was just, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to hit somebody and I'm going to play fast. And, and I'm going to play harder than you. Yeah. I feel like my thing that, that makes me good is I'm going to play harder than you and I'm not going to get tired. Yeah. I, I might get a little tired for a play or two, but if I get my breath. You're back on. I'm back on. Yeah. At 110%. And I hate, hate losing. <laughs> it makes my skin itch. <laughs> so if I can win in any way, I'm going to try to win. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, so you're talking about the blue shirt and stuff. And for people that don't know, like you're saying, you basically get the summer, you kind of got to pay your way through the summer and then they can extend the scholarship after that. Mm-hmm. And most of the time coaches are on their word about that. Most of the time they're not going to do you dirty on that. But with that, did you kind of think like, okay, I want to go somewhere else where I get a full scholarship or was it like, I, I feel like I can come in here and kind of make a name for myself and get on scholarship pretty quickly. I, I believed in myself. And my mom, we were talking about this the other day. My mom was like, Jayla, you better yourself. You better on yourself at 18 years old. Right. Going against dudes from a completely different town, city, you had no idea of. You had to bet on yourself and know, like, hey, if this don't work out, you out of luck. Mm-hmm. But I just knew, like, okay, most of them better than me, but uh, can they work harder than me every day? I don't think a lot of people could do that. Yeah. What what is like the sense of accomplishment with that? Because there's not a lot of people that at that at that age especially are like I'm go- I'm gonna I'm gonna be fine. Like I'm gonna make it. So like looking back on that now, what's that what's that feel like to be like I really went out there and kind of did it on my own and like was able to get a scholarship, work my way into a starting job, like work my way 
into an upper echelon player in the American Athletic Conference? Like, what what is the sense of accomplishment looking on, back on that? Like, what would you say to eighteen year old Jalen of like, man, you you made it? Like, man, if I if I saw eighteen year old Jalen, I don't even think he would believe <laughs> where you come. Yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea the position. He would be like, what? You ran a what? A eighty nine yard. Fumble return, and <laughs> that was your second game starter. You're lying. Like, I, I wouldn't have believed it. It just, uh, I just think it's a blessing. Like, I've been through a lot, and I feel like everything I went through kind of shaped me mm-hmm. waiting for this moment. So it, it was just kind of crazy. I feel like now, I feel like once I'm done, then you'll be able to really look at yeah, it. Yeah. And, and be like, wow, you did that. But now I'm just like, you're still in it. Like, like, you're still in. The uh, you're still in the battle right and now. And I'm like, still trying to make my story a little bit longer. What yeah. what else can I do? What haven't yeah. I reached? What haven't mm-hmm. I achieved? So that's my goal now, like achieving the stuff that I didn't achieve yet. Yeah, not and not to switch gears too much because I do kind of want to talk about each season and and how you've <laughs> progressed and stuff. Um, but dude, you're such a like you're such a positive person. Like you, I've been watching you since you were a freshman. You're always smiling, always happy. Like, and you said you've been through so much. Like, so how have you been able to? keep like that positive mentality and just like, I'm not going to let stuff put me down. Like I'm still going to go out there and work hard. I'm still going to be a leader. I'm still going to, you know, chop it up with my teammates and make them laugh and like make every, everybody's day a little bit better. Like where does that come from? Like, is that from your mom? Is that you? Is that, is that yeah. your dad? Yeah. My mom, I would definitely say it's for my mom just because she's one of the most positive, happy, just always optimistic. Mm-hmm. And it'll be them days, you know, everyone has them days where you're just like, Am I the right person for the job? Am I making the right choice? And I would call her, and she would just instantly say something and just be like, you know, you're here. You made it through all of this. Why are you complaining about this right here? Why are you complaining about this little piece after you didn't seen you were laying on the floor with dogs (laughs) all around your head? (laughs) And you see that you had three offers, and none of them was as big as Memphis, and you get a Memphis offer and excel with it. Like, don't sweat the small things. And that's mm-hmm. feel like that was kind of one of the things I focus on this year because so much going on, then I get caught up in the right now. I have to step back and, like, man, we blessed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so you talked about, like, your mom was a single mother, obviously, until she met your stepdad. You said mm-hmm. you were 10, older brother was 13, younger brother was, what, like five or six at the yeah. time? Mm-hmm. So she raised, you know, three kids for – a period, a period, period a good period of time, a mm-hmm. good chunk of time. So, do you think you draw some of that from that? Because I'm sure there's days where she could have been like, "Man, this is too much." Oh yeah, oh uh, man. If now nah, y'all think my story's good, man, put my mom. Sounds like we need to have your mom. Man, <laughs> she got some stories for you, man. But I, I love her. Like you know, every kid love their mom. But mm-hmm. I physically seen her go through so much. So I feel like our bond is a little bit more than just mother and son. It's like I have a respect bond for you. Like I know. I've seen you come from this, and then we slowly made our way up. So now it's kind of like she's seeing me come from this and slowly make my yeah. way up. So it's, it's, it's a good story. You, do you feel like a lot of that success comes from her? Because I think, like, like just me personally, like, knowing what my parents have done for me to put me in certain situations, like, I know my parents have sacrificed a lot to do things for me. And I, and, and most, most people's parents have, but it's just like, now you want to see the payoff for them. Like, now yeah. you want to be successful for them, for them and yeah. because of them and be like, you know, I could have been in a worse situation, but because you raised me a certain way, like, here I am yeah. doing, you know, whatever what it I'm is. Doing yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And like I said, it could have been so different. Like, I'm just glad she met the dude she met. Right. Like, I'll be dapping up when I go back home and be like, yeah, mama, you met the right you dude. You did good. You did good. You did good. You did good. So, I just feel like uh, the combo they have of, you know, rough country man, man, and city woman, and they have so much opposite opinions on life. It's like, I'm the middle. Right. It's the perfect know? way for you to be right. Yeah. yeah. Perfect way, cause I now I have her touch. Where like, I'll go clean stuff and help her clean, and you know do all that. But it's still like I'm a manly man, right? So I go do manly man stuff. <laughs> go down the hallway, go mow the lawn, just because I can. So. Yeah. Um. So you know we've talked a little bit about your career. Eighteen, you're really learning the ropes. Yeah. Nineteen, I think you're probably still, still learning, learning the ropes, the ropes mm-hmm. a little bit. Twenty. You're a little bit more involved. Mm-hmm. 21, you kind of finally start. Yep. You start to see the break. Like, you start to see the fruits of your labor at that mm-hmm. point, right? Like, you finally start to see, like, okay, Jalen's, the mental, as far as schemes and stuff, has caught up with the, the 100% and mm-hmm. the speed and the body. Mm-hmm. So, was there any point throughout this where you did think about leaving and going to a smaller school? Or was it like, I know I can I can be a, a guy here at some point? I feel like even when I was a freshman, I saw my progress yep. and how huge jumps I made. It would be like guys that I never thought I could beat, you know, one-on-one pass rush or anything like that, that I started beating more frequently. And it kind of got me excited. I'm like, ooh, you know. You know I hate losing. Right. So once I started winning, it it, it opened up like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't make a mistake. Like, you know what you did. So it, it, it was interesting. Even when I was young, though, I knew, okay, I'm coming to myself. Even mm-hmm. if it's not the place for me, I'm coming to a cell where if I go somewhere else, I can immediately be an impact. Right. Are you glad you stuck it out oh. here, though? Because, I mean, like, you really have – it's a really cool journey, honestly, because nowadays, especially, people don't stick at a school yeah. for that long. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, two years or a year, I'm, I'm not playing, I'm gone. Like, I'm going smaller level, higher level, whatever it is, uh, depending on, I guess, skill level of the player. But it's like – I really feel like you were like, no, I can, I can do it here. Like, like you said, you could see the progress. You could see like, okay, maybe in the beginning it was rough, yeah. But now I'm starting Very to, much. I'm starting to beat guys. The game's starting to slow down. Like mm-hmm. I'm physical, physically starting to catch up, mentally mm-hmm. starting to catch up. Um, so I think that is just a really cool thing of just like now we're going into year six, and Jalen has become Jalen. Like yep. the, you're war- the fans love you. Like I said, because of your positivity and just who you are and kind of your story of growing here. Um, so that's that's super cool. But what was it like when you did finally start seeing the results on the field on Saturdays? Like, I'm not just seeing it in practice anymore. I'm not just winning every once in a while. Like, I'm starting to emerge as one of the top defensive players on the team. Um, I don't even think I told you the story how I first started. So let's let's kind of backtrack a little bit. So is this twenty? Uh, is this twenty one? This is twenty twenty. This, this is, is twenty. Like my first ever start. So uh, who was it again? I think I remember. It was Tulane. Too long. Actually, boy, it was the end of the game. So let me tell you how it started. So Navy, um, we played a different defense. We played the three four. Right. So we had two outside line. Matt, Coach Mac. Yeah. So I was behind two guys, and uh, Navy, one of the guys had got hurt. And uh, who are you behind at this point? Do you remember? Cole and Jaleel Clemens. Okay, gotcha. Well, both of them are very good players. Right. Like, yeah. Both of them are great players. So, and I know Jaleel just went to Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Turning up over mm-hmm. here. So uh, it was it was like whoo. You know, it's going to be difficult. But I knew 
just keep in it. Just keep getting better. Keep getting better. Because they were, you know, the same size. I mean, we understood the play at the back of our hand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, just keep getting better. Just keep on your time. So uh, Navy, Jaleel Head got hurt. And uh, Tulane. Navy, 2020 Navy, that's the uh, play that Thanksgiving Navy. game. Was it Thanksgiving? It's, it's, it's not, it wasn't on Thanksgiving. It was like Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Low scoring. scoring. Yes. Like, that's it. 7-0. 7-0. Seven, 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 yeah. Quindell gets big pick in that yep. game. We talked with him that's about it. that. Yeah. That's it. Uh JoJo and OB was still playing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was it. And uh I remember that game, he had got hurt. But it was the end of the game. So uh the next game was Tulane. So Tulane had a pretty decent team that year. I think we lost. But during that game, during the third quarter, now I'm second stream. But I never really played like that. Right. So coming into Y'all didn't really rotate much. Uh-uh, yeah, y'all were pretty stout. I think interior guys rotated. rotated. Yeah, because they had more bodies there, but ends didn't rotate much. Yeah, then. we were more athletic. So we didn't need breaks as often. Yeah. I know Cole could play a whole game if he wanted to. Yeah. So uh games going on, you know, I'm second stream, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm not gonna get in. Cole's gonna play the whole game. I'm good. And uh Cole had got a targeting. In the second half. So I knew, you know, targeted all. I'm finna get in the game. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, I'm finna play and I'm just looking at everybody's faces, everybody cheering me on. But when they cheer me on, I can see the little nervous. nervousness of yes. like, can Jalen do yes. it? Yes. <laughs> and it it made me mad because I was like, oh, I know how hard I work. <laughs> and I'm finna show you. So I go out there and my main objective with Tulane, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. So uh, the end of two lane, it was like the fourth quarter. I just made a few tackles here and there. So I'm like, okay, cool. Were man. you too fired? I could see you being too fired. I was, I was more nervous. <laughs> you were more nervous. Okay. I was more nervous than it. I could see you just being like jacked. Like, okay, somebody, was, somebody's got to get Jalen and calm him down. <laughs> okay, like, so so coming into the Houston game, that was my first official start. Start. So that's when I was jacked. Like I was, <laughs> I was coming through. Like I've been playing the whole time, pumping the crowd up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> finally. This is what I've been waiting on. Two and a half years. Two and a half long <laughs> years, yeah. man. So uh, Houston, I'm noticing that the game has slowed down so much from when I first got there. So Houston, I missed a wide open sack on Clayton Toon. Uh, I had a good game, three, four tackles on the edge. And then during the third quarter, they were marching in. They were, like, on the 20-yard line, and I remember the ball popped out. Ball popped out. It looked like a, a Christmas turkey. I can't even imagine. Oh. Like, what was going on in your mental oh right there? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, like, heat-seeking missile. Like, I'm getting that ball. Honestly, if I can remember to this day, everything went completely solid. <laughs> it was and just it, you and the ball. It was just me and the ball. <laughs> I can see it. It looked like a turkey, man. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, this is a blessing. This yeah. is this is what a blessing is. So I grab the ball and I just remember like I'm running, but I don't really feel anything. I'm just running. And as I look up and I look at the board and I'm just taking it all in, I'm like, oh, I'm still running. <laughs> so I look behind me. And people are running at me. I'm like, okay, I gotta hurry up. I gotta <laughs> hurry up. I gotta hurry up. So I get to the touchdown and uh at that moment I was like, okay. Nobody's going to take this from me. <laughs> if I, I never do anything else, I did this. I did this. 
And then somebody had told me, like, afterwards, like, you had the second longest fumble recovery for a touchdown, like, Memphis history. I'm like, ooh, be in a book somewhere. Yeah. Like, they got to write this about me. So that moment, I was just like, wow, you know, this is real life. Like, we made, I made this happen. So uh, after that, I still recorded my first sack. So after that, the bowl game was the Montgomery Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I recorded my first sack, had a good game, recorded first sack. I think, like, two TFLs. A handful of tackles. Since then, it's just it's been just trying to get better since the last game. Right. Everything I just want to be better than what I was. If I'm better than how I looked this year against UCF, then I, that's the progress for me. Mm-hmm. And next year, if I'm better than how I look 2020, Jalen playing Houston, that's good to me. So it's just trying to get better now. Every step, I'm trying to get a little bit fast, a little bit quicker, a little bit better with my hands, learn a scheme a little bit more. So. How many have you scored? How many times have you scored? Twice. Twice. Yes. Pick six. Pick six. Yeah. Two that, of them. that was this year, right? Yes. Two of them. No, 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 no. I thought you said two of them. No, I no, no. Like, I just made two touchdowns. <laughs> two touchdowns. <laughs> Which one was better? That first one is first anything. One. Nothing ever going to beat that first one. Is <laughs> never. Never. That's never. like that. Is that your number one? Like, is that your favorite individual? Like, just individual. Favorite that's your favorite moment. individual favorite moment? moment. I would say the the Montgomery sack was definitely like a top five because it's your first sack, first, first career sack. sack. Yeah, but that that fumble, I'll never get that that just a complete blankness for you know what seemed like an hour, mm-hmm. but it was just a millisecond. I'm like, <laughs> it was oh, all slow mo. My <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that was that's definitely one of my top moments right there. What about team? Like, what's the what's the best team moment? I would say the championship. Yeah, even though you didn't play that much that oh, year. Oh yeah, I didn't have to play. It was just, just all, it was just oh all. man, didn't have to lose that much that year, didn't so have it was to good. Lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SMU when they came down here for a college game, yeah. that I've never. So fun fact, I've never been to a college game that I wasn't playing. In. Right, yeah, you so never attended a college. I never attended game. a college yeah. game. So when I came here for my first Memphis football game, I'm like, oh. Fireworks and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. really just new. Then college game day, and I saw how packed. Yeah, it was Hill nuts. Street it was. was nuts. I was like, wow. That Friday, you talking about that Friday, y'all came down yes. there. That Friday night, dude, that like, was nuts. You were going and squeezing <laughs> yeah. through people like that. That was that was crazy. Yeah, and then the game itself was nuts. that was an awesome game. Nuts. That game was so much fun, dude. Like AG returning the kick. That was a fun game. Yeah, that was a good game. You were probably going nuts on the sideline. I like, was going crazy. I wish I could be in there. I had a picture of me going like this <laughs> somewhere. That was a crazy guy. Yeah, and then so that was the back-to-back Cincinnati games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a fun year. That was a really fun year. Yeah, that was a good year. Um, man, you're tripping me out. <laughs> Your slow mo touchdown run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. I swear it was just like that. All right, Jalen. Well, man, I appreciate it. That's pretty much gonna wrap it up. I think you, I think you walked me through everything. I think I got yeah. the, I think I got it from from beginning to end. I appreciate it. Yes, uh, excited for bowl game coming up. I know you are too. Yes, and then maybe maybe a little break, maybe chill out, let the body rest a little bit Whew. until next season. So, like I said, I appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, appreciate everybody for watching. Uh, Bluff City Media, Bluff City NIL. Thank you guys for continuing to support. Um, hope you guys enjoy this video and. We got more like this coming, so Kenny's Kenny's uh Kenny's firing it up. So yes, uh, we appreciate you guys, and like I said, Jalen, thank you, and looking forward to bowl game. Yes, sir. Love see you. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to One on One. 
If you enjoyed this episode, leave a like and a comment wherever you download your podcasts. Head over to www.bluffcitynil.com where you will find comprehensive coverage of Tiger Athletics and how you can become a contributor. We will see you back here next time.